0: Yes.
1: Welcome to Gunner Trash, episode 261, The Other Side, by Jason Aaron, Cameron Stewart, from Vertigo Comics, an Imprints of DC, <laughs> from the year 2006-ish. My name is Aaron, and I'm Jason. <laughs> I didn't know if you were going to, like, go into, uh... You know, the letterer's name. Oh, or... right, we could. Let's do this. Okay. They don't get enough credit. Oh, yeah, that's true. Let's, uh... Gotta find a credits page first here. This is, uh... Incredibly difficult already. Oh. Oh, is, we've uh, ruined it. We've ruined the podcast. <laughs> not working out. Two and a half minutes in, we're done. Oh, my God. There <laughs> are no credits. Listen, maybe uh, there was no... Ah, uh, okay. Here, on the back. Uh... Dave McCraig, colorist. Pat Bersow, letterer. Casey Sejas, assistant editor. Will Dennis, editor. Created by Aaron Stewart. Dedicated to the 1st Marine Division ISO Snuffies, 1967 to 1968. Hmm. Cool. Sweet. What's up, bro? Not too much. Yeah. Not too much at all. How about you? <laughs> uh, a little punchy. <laughs> Why is that? Uh, i has okay. been up for a very long time today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my own fault. I, uh, but I am suffering from uh, what some might call sleep deprivation. Hmm. I would call it that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's all right. Not your fault. Maybe. Your uh, fault. Maybe during the break you can have a nap. I took like four before we even started. All right. And you're not a fan of naps. I am not. Yeah. You don't do the naps like, like I do. Uh, I believe it's established that I will nap, but usually it's a, uh, uh, unintended. Right. Day. Yeah. Mine are usually, I lay out the blanket. I put on, uh, you know, like a really peaceful song or disc and then right. I grab my cat and snuggle him up and it's like a whole process yeah. for me. I have the warm milk with the whiskey in it. I was uh, at my parents, uh, I was there early because I got off work early today, and I was uh, doing my laundry, and my dad was watching football, and then the next thing I knew, the doorbell was ringing because the neighbor came over, uh, and he was loud and woke me up. <laughs> um, football is kind of sleep-inducing for me. Football is boring. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, everything about this game was just wrong. Oh. Uh, first of all, uh, bear in mind that I know that we're both uh, nerds. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, we're also both not gay, so we're not really into sports. Right. right. Um. But uh, this was Ohio University, which is you know the the party school in Athens. Okay. The hippy dippy party school in Athens. Where a ton of my friends went to because it was a hippie dippy party school. And, uh, never knew they had a football team, let alone one that would uh. be televised. <laughs> and they were playing in the Beef O'Brady Bowl, St. Petersburg. Beef O'Brady? Yeah. Wow. Which is a <clears throat> restaurant that I thought was local. I guess not. Well, Ohio is wow. local, huh? Well, I was local. Maybe they named it that in honor of the visiting team. I don't know. Well, there was no visiting team. They were both visiting. Uh, oh, yeah. Because the team they were playing was from the state of East Carolina. I didn't even realize that was a state. I'm pretty sure it's not. <laughs> so, just <laughs> everything about this game <laughs> was just wrong. It does seem wrong. Yeah. <laughs> huh. But again, like I said, I'm not gay. I'm not really into sports. Right. Yeah, Yeah, I experimented in high school. I watched a little basketball. Oh, I did too. Uh, I went to a couple of football games. Right. Mm -hmm. I thought I might be gay. I just wanted to fit in. Right. You know. But, yeah, it turns out I like ladies. Right. So uh, I stopped uh, giving a damn about sports. Right. (laughs) That makes sense. That makes sense. (laughs) Uh... I did not watch any football today. Uh... I mean, I couldn't tell you who won or anything like right. uh, When the news started, my dad just changed the channel. Right. So he was clearly not all that invested either. <laughs> He's not as gay as you thought either. Right, yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, he had me, so. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Right? Right. Right. Oh, maybe that's what happened. All of his testosterone was drained out. Into or, me. Into you. Right. Yeah, that okay. makes sense. Yeah, total yeah. sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um yeah. 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 So uh Other side? Other side <laughs> The other side So this is a comic book that uh yeah you know, a lot of praise when it came out if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And, and uh just heard a lot about it and, and uh you know just for whatever reason I didn't pick it up at the time and then, you know I wound up uh you know I'm a I'm a sucker for a bargain oh yeah and I uh, found all five issues of these for $4 and I said yep that's a deal yeah that's it's a deal. less than a dollar each if i'm a math if my math's you know I, I don't know what the exact math would be but your theoretical math is pretty <laughs> close right yeah. sweet uh, so, you know, and, uh, you know, like I said, uh, just with, uh, uh, the hype surrounding it, I, I thought, uh, you know, and can't beat the price, uh, it's time to read this thing, mm-hmm. and, uh, I've enjoyed some, uh, some Jason Aaron, uh, X-Men comics lately. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're a ton of fun, and, uh, uh, I did enjoy, uh, Scalped, uh, I read, like, the first two trades of that, and I really enjoyed those, and Cameron Stewart, he's, uh, he's, a He's a darn fine artist. Pretty great. It uh, was, was a, uh, a lot of Grant Morrison work, right? Yeah, uh, like Sea Sea Guy and uh, The Guardian.
0: Yeah, the of the, yeah one uh, of the, the seven
1: soldiers. soldiers. Yeah. I want to feel like there's there's something else Grant Morrison related he worked on. <clears throat> Maybe hmm. I'm making that up. can't remember. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's the only other one I can yeah. un- know of. So uh yeah just check out this book. It's got both of those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've actually been wanting to read it for uh I don't know, like seven years. Sounds about <laughs> right. Because uh I, this one slipped under my radar when it came out and like in the middle of the run, I think I don't think it was over yet, uh I was at TCAF in Toronto yeah. and Kim Stewart Cameron Stewart I call him Cam of course uh me and Cam we were talking and uh no he had a table there and he had a portfolio that had a lot of original art from this in it mm-hmm. and I just started flipping through it and I was mesmerized I thought it was unbelievable looking like right. like the art just like like I just, I'm sh- I mean there's like you know there was like a 100 people in that building that I wanted to I will rush to their table and see. Right. But I just saw this out of the corner of my eye and walked over and looked at it. And I probably spent a half an hour just standing there looking at the originals because they were amazing. Right. So I've wanted to read it. And when I got back to um, Ohio, I went to the store. Stateside. At. Yeah, Stateside. Uh, they, I had to check all the gravy at the border. Um, <laughs> and when I got here, I looked. And, of course, Mavericks didn't have all the previous issues. Right, and yeah. I couldn't order them all. I was like, ah, fuck it. And I just kind of forgot about it. But, um, so yeah, I'm glad you dug them out. Yeah. Um, I would, uh, I'm a little jealous. I think I would uh, love to see these pages uh, in uh, full-size black and white. I'm sure they're pretty gorgeous. They were awesome looking. Yeah, yeah. So the art's great in this. I really like the covers, too. Yeah? Like, they're they're, they're well-designed, and the colors are amazing, and... Seems like they would, uh, you know, really stick out on a, on a shelf full of uh, other things. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, they kind of pop like old uh, old propaganda posters. Yeah. Sort of, at yeah. least the first one, I don't know about all of them. But yeah, I think, they think of all of them have, have some sort of... The last one, too, is great. The last one, yeah. Black and white and red. I mean, they all have a real limited color palette, right. which works well. Yeah. Uh, I love this book you did not love this book. I did not. <laughs> um, I kind of actively dislike it. Really? Yeah. Ex- accepting the art. Yeah. You know the the art is fantastic. But uh I I did not enjoy any of it. And uh, and then I realize that uh you know it's about the Vietnam War and the horrors of said war. Yeah. And it's not meant to be enjoyed, but it also wasn't good. <laughs> I, I uh did not love the story or hate it, but if the art wasn't so awesome, I would not have been into reading it. Right. Um It was okay as far as the story goes. There's... There's some elements about it that are neat, like the, the ghosts of the uh, fallen soldiers that are haunting um, Bill. Bill, yeah. Uh, I guess we should talk about the story, first of all, yeah, uh, before yeah. we get into uh, the things. Uh, but it's uh, it's the tale of, of two soldiers, uh, one American, one Vietnamese. Uh, Bill Everett and Vo Dai Bin. I think, is his name. I think the last name was Dai. Or Binvo Dai, then? Yeah, name? something like that. Okay. Whatever, I don't know how Asian names oh. work. <laughs> uh, and also, they say his name so infrequently in yeah, this book that right. uh, it was hard to remember. I just, I just remember, like, because DAI is the Dayton Art Institute's initials. Right, yeah, yeah, That's why I remembered his last name. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it's. So it's the tale of both of their experiences pretty much concurrently. Right. Uh, on, uh, you know, the opposite sides of the same war. Mm hmm. Yeah. And, um. And, uh. I don't know what's happening here. What is happening? Oh, nothing. I was, I was checking my pants to see if anything was happening. um who was off putting doogie was calling me actually is All what right. happened i was making sure because my mom's been sick lately i was just making sure it wasn't my mom okay um doogie can wait yeah i'm sure he's not sick All Right? what if he is though? i would feel bad okay but um you'll he, find out later he's healthier than any 10 people i've ever met multiplied by each <laughs> other so i'm sure it's okay well, that's because he's uh drinking that, that bacteria milk. it's no. that raw milk Man, maybe there is something to that. <laughs> Shit. We've been making fun of them for four years. But yeah, yeah it's like you said, it, like, it goes back and forth um, between the two characters and yeah. their perspective on the war. And sometimes it's hard to tell which one is which. Yep. Um, and they made the constant, conscious effort to... Uh, to change fonts. Yeah. But it's so similar. Uh-huh. I mean, it's very... Like, I didn't even notice it for the a while. The only time that I noticed it was when it was uh, back-to-back pages. Right. When they're on the same... Yep. Right. When they were on the same spread, and I could see clearly. And I was like, oh, there's different fonts. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, and there's also, I think, a little bit of a different color scheme between the two. Mm. Uh, but again, it's so subtle that uh, unless you are just looking at it, You know, side by side, you cannot tell the difference. And like I said, the characters are never really called by name. There's a lot of times where they are narrating something that is happening and you don't even see the faces of the person narrating. Right. And, uh, you know, like unless one of them just starts uh, waxing about, you know, uh, spiritualism. Right. You know, sometimes it was hard to tell whether it was, you know, <laughs> Bill or Vodai. <vote> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also, uh, Bill's crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, right off the bat. It's not like yep. it builds up or anything. It is, in boot camp, he is crazy. Yeah. He is fine, apparently when he's uh not drafted, but then the moment he is drafted, he just jumps right off of that deep end. Yeah, yeah. Like, just full bore. Yeah. Nuts. That was something I didn't really care for, because I like the idea of him, like, by the time he's in Vietnam, uh, he goes a little nuts, and he sees these ghosts, or his gun is talking to him, or whatever. Right. But it's, like, right off the bat, and there's nothing that really sort of precipitates it. Exactly. I mean, like, I would go crazy if I got oh, drafted, sure. but yeah, I don't know if I would start hearing my gun talk right away. Exactly. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Right. And I think that, for me, is the biggest problem that I have with this book, is, is that like his insanity just... I mean, it springboards almost the entire rest of the series. Like, right. like it, in the first issue, it happens. Right. And, uh, you know, yeah, it just doesn't make sense, and... You know, it's just, uh, well, where do you go from there? You know? I mean, the imagery is awesome sure. when it's crazy, and it's probably, like, the best imagery in, in the comic. Right. But I could see why they want to draw a lot of that. Right. Yeah. But but it's like, yeah. You, you, you gotta have the build-up to that. that to make it work. Um, you know, and, 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 uh... <sighs> what am I trying to say? Um... I don't know. What are
0: you-
1: <laughs> uh, oh well, you know, like you said, you know, uh, you know, clearly, I'm sure anyone who, you know, got drafted into war, you know, uh, had issues. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, but he seems pretty calm. Like when he leaves for for war, he's just like, he's like, this is shitty. Right. You know, yeah. Like he's not into it. No. Like, but yeah. he's not like freaking out or anything. Exactly. Yeah. Like uh I don't know if I told this on the podcast uh or not but uh over the summer uh I wound up uh, stumbling upon uh my dad's diary oh, yeah. from uh his time in Vietnam and I read it and I read the entire thing and uh uh which was weird because it was also not in chronological order oh really yeah. skipped around well it was a uh it was a diary that you know was you know 365 pages or whatever so he started on the day that he left for boot camp which was like in july right right? so and then he was in vietnam for like two years or something like that and so like when it ends it's like in april but that's like at the front of the book. Huh, okay, so he went back to the beginning and wrote, right, yeah, wrote the rest yeah, of yeah. it. The beginning of the book starts in January, right? So you know, huh. he, yeah, that's weird. It's very weird. It was <laughs> it was difficult to read. Uh, maybe, maybe just uh, Vietnam stories in general are difficult to read. It could be. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, but but you know, uh, I'm reading it, and sure, he didn't want to go to war. Uh, he was uh, upset about it. He was depressed. Uh, he bitched a lot. Uh, and then, like, as, like, the, as I read further into the diary, you know, like, like, he didn't go insane or anything like that. Mm Right. Uh, like, he pretty much just came up with excuses to not do work. Uh, and then, uh, complained about, uh, seeing the Batman movie and thought it was a piece of shit, which, uh, (laughs) clearly this is where we have our differences as father and son. Right. Right. But, uh, you know, I mean, he got, like, super depressed and, you know, he just dealing with stuff from home and then, you know, just oh, sure being is. in a strange country and then just being forced to... I mean, you never really saw any action or anything like that, but... Uh, he didn't know what was going to happen. Exactly. And, uh, you know, reading that, you know, like, I, I certainly felt a lot more empathy for my dad than, than I did for Bill Everett's you know, right. story. Well, I Because, mean, well, obviously it's my dad. Right, you know, yeah. But... still. Yeah. It, it, you know, it was it was intriguing and realistic because it, it was a real thing. Uh, but, you know, like, I, I think you could tell this story, the other side, like, in a similar manner where, you know, like, the, the insanity, you know. It uh, builds. Right. And I'm sure that, you know, some soldiers do completely go insane. Right. They just snap. Right. Uh, but, I mean, yeah. yeah, like, this is off the bat. Yeah, and and there's a scene later in the book where, um, he's reading a letter from home, and he's like surrounded by dead soldiers. Right, and that is awesome looking. Yeah, and I th- I think that would have been just so much better if we hadn't seen that before. If we hadn't seen it, yeah. If it hadn't just been built and built and built, um, like it, yeah, it's like it's like during boot camp is the first one where the drill sergeant is just yelling at him, and he sees a dead soldier. Right. right. There. Yeah, it's like. In the first issue. It's it's just a little too soon. Right. Because uh, Vodai also goes insane, mm-hmm. uh, but also mostly due to disease. He's got malaria. Right. right? Yeah. Uh, but it's gradual. Like, yeah. like, that doesn't happen until, like, the fourth issue. Yeah. You know, and... Yeah, that would have been so much cooler if they would have paralleled, paralleled it. Right? Yeah. Huh. Because, I mean, that's entirely you know, what I feel like the structure of this book is yeah, supposed to be. Yeah, everything is paralleled. Yeah. Except for one of the main things. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's too bad. <laughs> uh, so, you know, and then I felt like like all of the American side of the things were just the stereotypical kind of thing you would see in any kind of war movie right, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Especially like, you know, post-Oliver Stone or you know, <laughs> right. that type of thing. Where just everything is uh, gross and on a Garth Ennis kind of level. Yeah, there's a couple things that reminding me of a Garth Ennis. Like when a, his lieutenant or whatever was talking to him and he just gets shot. Right. It, it looked like a, a panel from Preacher. Right. You know. Yeah. Uh, this yeah, entire story does have a Garth ennis kind of vibe to it. Without the humor, without yeah, the the black humor, right? Because you know? uh, because I mean you know I mean Garth Ennis, I'd say the reason we even have the other side sitting in front of us is because Garth Ennis kind of brought back the war comic, sure, you know? yeah, you know, back in the the late nineties, you know, yeah. Uh, so so this is also you know clearly influenced by him. right, and uh, and I think like I remember reading Jason Aaron. Uh, like his uncle was in Vietnam and yeah. this is sort of like based on some of his experiences and I think his uncle wrote a book about it. He actually wrote The Short Timers, which is what Full Metal Jacket was based on. Okay, there uh, we go, yeah, all right. So, you know, I mean, obviously there, there's a connection for him there too. Right. You know. So, but well, yeah, I wondered maybe did did his, did his uncle or whatever tell him, you know, about... A guy who was crazy right off the bat and saw dead soldiers. Right. Maybe that's why I don't. Know. I'm sure that's not really. What's yeah. In. Uh, but I, it seems like with that kind of pedigree, like that, just sort of furthered my disappointment. Right. Even more with yeah. the book. Yeah, it was not great. Yeah. But it looks fucking amazing. Oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, Cameron Stewart is is a fantastic artist. Hmm. Uh, cause it's cartoony, but it's just gritty as hell. And that's and... my favorite combination. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think I've ever read anything else by Jason Aaron, but I, I will say it doesn't make me think I won't read any more by him. Right. Um, cause I think it's, I think it has like, I think he's a good writer just from this, but I don't think the overall story is appealing to me. And, and a lot of it is too. I really don't like war stuff unless, right. like, I like, if it's so exaggerated that it's just ridiculous, right. like, especially like Garthenus's, uh, rifle brigade. Those are hilarious oh, and, yeah. and weird. Yeah. And I can deal with that much more than I can deal with, uh, just like, uh, S- uh like, 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 like hyper real. Yeah. 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 I'm not a fan of that. Yeah. Uh I mean, you know, uh I like some war movies and comics. Uh I just felt like this kinda got all the things that I don't like about them like right in the forefront. Yeah. And uh you know, yeah, just uh every issue like it was kind of a struggle for me to to want to move on. Right. And again, it's not like this is, you know here for pure entertainment factor and i know that going in it has a message and and like that might be part of it too is we know war is bad right yeah um but i think that is good that stories like that continue to be written because that is something that people especially younger people probably need reminded of that it's not all like you know those fucking commercials that you see before the movie's like, you know, yeah, right. we're, we're, we uh, three doors down soundtrack. Yeah. Right or, or, uh, Queensrike or whatever. And they're right. like, we're like the matrix only we're real and this is fucking awesome. And right. you can get a gun and yeah, you get to travel and, and like, it's not all that cool. No, um, yeah. Yeah, it's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. And it should never be done again. No. Yeah. And, and the people who go to war come back and they're never the same. Yeah. Like, like. You know, I would even argue my dad, who never saw any action, like probably not the same guy that he would have been had he not been forced to go. Right? Yeah. And again, you know, like like I said, like part of his diary read sort of like uh like almost a wacky Bill Murray esque type you know war comedy. Thing. Oh, yeah. like yeah. Stripes or like something. Stripes. Yeah. See, uh, here is a war movie I like. Like yeah. I, I like it if it's funny, and I don't mean like it's, I don't mean like you know. It's so cute and fun that it glosses over the fact that war is bad, but, you know, that it can somehow use it as a springboard for laughing at it. And, you know, I mean, uh, I I still would put Apocalypse Now in, like, my top five favorite movies of all time. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, and and that is a movie that is about just how horrible war is Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, just how it will just fuck you up. Right. There's you know, not a lot of comedy in that one. No, no. Uh, not so many ha-has. <laughs> uh, and this is kind of, I mean, you know, that's what this is about. I mean, there's yeah. a big message that, you know, you're fucked up and, like, nobody won. And right, yeah. It was a 20-year war that should never have happened. Right. And it was only 10, but still, yeah. It mid- started in the mid-60s and ended in the mid-70s. I thought it kind of started in the 50s and like escalated into an actual like Uh, thing. Entirely sure. I I don't. I don't know. I haven't read that much history books, but right. But it it lasted. Maybe you're thinking about the Korean War, (laughs) which uh, you know, mash lasted for 11 years, but the war itself only lasted like (laughs) two. (laughs) How long was the Seven Years' War? Do you remember that one? Uh, It was about six months. Oh yeah, six months. Okay. I was going to say 16 years. It wasn't positive. <laughs> the um, War of 1812 actually happened in 1938. Well, yeah, yeah. everybody knows that. Yeah, because of uh, when Orson Welles read War of the Worlds, uh-huh. just, yep. everybody went crazy. Yep. But it was so popular that that Hitler decided that he was going to start World War II. <laughs> yeah. well, Shortly thereafter. Yeah. He had his uh, fingers on the pulse of. Uh, the popular, you know, popular, Opinion, pop, yeah, 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 like the public, uh, what they, what they wanted, <laughs> what they needed. No, it's terrible. No, he did not. The only thing that guy had right was cool mustaches. Michael Jordan can vouch for that. <laughs> he was also just a fine artist though. I heard that about yeah. him. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever seen his art, but I've heard like his art is Actually, pretty decent. Yeah, I've never actually seen none of his art. Either, yeah. I probably don't. If you look up Hitler, there's probably not usually pictures of his art. If I do a Google limit search, probably not going to see much of his yeah, art. Yeah, maybe on the yeah. second page. Maybe. If you hit show more results at the bottom. Right, bar. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike if I did a Google limit search for Cameron Stewart, I would see some pretty sweet art. Oh, probably right yeah. after that. And yeah. not very many pictures of him rallying. Against, yeah. uh, against against you know a minority. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would have to hit to show S- more results. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Everything's on the second it's all there on the second page. Whatever you're really looking for. That's how they, they know they put everything you really want on the second page. Yep. That way you know those that are in the know can find it. Right. And those like those people that just kinda Right. Yeah. Well, also on the first page, that's where they have all the, the links with the ads. Yeah, see? Yeah. Yeah, that's for suckers. <laughs> Second page is where it's at. Yep. <laughs> so, what is the best thing Jason Aaron's written that, would you say, Scalped, or, or what? I really loved, uh, you know, the, the first two scalp trades. Uh, you know, it's just, you know, intriguing crime drama, you know, just... You know, taking place on a, on a reservation, and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, dealing with the, the politics of, of you know Native Americans and, and their position in today's society. So does he always kind of have a political slant to his writing? No, because he also writes the Amazing X Men, which uh, <laughs> uh, right now uh, features uh, Wolverine and Northstar battling uh, demon pirates in heaven, while uh, Iceman, Man Storm and Firestar are battling between uh, two warring armies in hell. I don't know, a gay man in heaven, some could see that as political. <laughs> that is pretty political, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and they're trying to bring Nightcrawler back to life. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, not as political then. No. no. Yeah. So you know, just
0: <laughs> Yeah,
1: you know or scalped amazing X Men. Did he did he start off just working for D C or did did he, did he like do I... anything? I mean this is the first I want to say I think the other side is the first thing I'd ever heard from him, mm-hmm. and maybe that led to scalped, or maybe it was mm-hmm. the other way around. That's awesome. But I mean, like, like he got his name by doing creator own stuff, yeah. and then suddenly started writing Wolverine and the X Men. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. You know. I think he wrote uh, like the Wolverine solo series for a while, and just doing some random Marvel stuff here and there. But uh, well, it's cool though that he. uh I mean that that would be the shit to just like. Come up with a great story and pitch it, and your first published thing is Vertigo. Right, yeah. That would be pretty great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. And then Scout lasted, I think, 60 issues, something like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's parlayed that into some, you know, mainstream success as well. I always figured that was a really good book because we can never sell more <laughs> than one copy at Mavericks. <laughs> and uh And it lasted that long, so I was like, somewhere... People are reading this, Rare. and it's not at Mavericks. Which there's a lot of people that buy books at Mavericks that I don't trust their opinions. There we go. Yeah, that there. was the nicest way I could say that. <laughs> um, I think yeah. I remember like he was writing the. I think there were two Wolverine books at the same time, and he was writing the second one. Uh, and yeah. uh, you got you were telling me that like it wasn't selling at all compared to the other one. there. Right. I was like, oh, because it's probably great.
0: <laughs> Have
1: you since read Yeah, it? i never read uh, them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they probably were. But, uh, yeah, I mean... Uh, uh, I, I, like, just based on my experiences of reading Scout and his X-Men stuff, like, I would you know, definitely check out another creator-owned thing that he came up with. Yeah, uh, But I think had I not read those first... And I'd read this first. I don't know that I would have been so enthused. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, like, I don't think it was terrible. I, cause I really do think parts of the story and the writing and the concepts are, are good, hmm. but overall. Yeah, I'm right. not really a fan. Fair. But he seems like he's a good writer. Yeah. It's just this story maybe could have been Maybe it's just better. not for us. Right. But, but I, I feel like I laid out some pretty decent uh, yeah. reasons why I didn't but, like but it. But then, like you said, it had critical acclaim, so maybe right. there's an audience for this. I don't know. Yeah, but people also loved Topia. It was good That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, there's a guy reading a flash comic in the middle of it yeah yeah Uh, that was kind of cool that was kind of cool too and uh and he's i think he's the guy that they describe as a harmless nerd who lived in his mom's basement before Uh the uh before the uh, war and for some reason i felt like i could relate to him i don't know if it was because he had i think he had glasses right and I also have glasses. Yeah. That's probably what it was. Could be. I was like, I can't figure out why I sort of feel kinship with this man. Yeah. but I, I would say uh, I'm going to double check here.
0: Because mm-hmm.
1: I think you're right. I think he had glasses. Yeah, I didn't have glasses. Yeah. Well, if you read that many comics, chances are you're going to end up having to... You're having, you know eyesight damage. Sure, sure. I think that was in the second issue, right? wasn't. I can't remember. Because he's not at war yet by the end of the first. Right. But he's already having his... Crazy hallucination flashback thingies. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah um, <laughs> is Cam Stewart doing anything right now that you know? Um, there's not like a third Sea Guy series or anything? I, I know there's a planned third Sea Guy. Uh, I don't know if he's started working on it or if even Morrison has, uh, you know, uh, started writing it or not. But uh, but but there are talks for another C guy. Eh? Yeah, to to finish the story. That would be cool. That would be great. Um, I know he's got his own thing called Sin Título, uh, which is uh, like a web comic that uh, I think Dark Horse is publishing or has published a, oh. a collection of. So you writing it too? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. That's cool. Go Cami. Um, also, be getting him confused with Ryan Kelly. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, excuse me. That's uh, the guy did the uh, five. New York Five. New York Five, and, yeah. Yeah, local and whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so maybe he's not working on a book called <laughs> Sensitola. <Sinsetella>. Maybe that's <laughs> Ryan Kelly. E- Either way, you should check that out because sure. both, both yeah. those guys are great. Oh, yeah. Um. Uh, I think he did some Assassin's Creed comics. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so but he's he's doing stuff. That's good. He, he's out there. That's good. Yeah, he deserves it. Sure. Yeah, he's, he's a really good artist. I, I enjoy him immensely. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got him uh, to give me a little sketch once uh, on, on a postcard. Oh yeah, that's right. right. I did. That was probably uh, uh, when uh, I met him. Yeah, right? yeah, when I met him up there. Yeah. <clears throat> Sweet. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we read it. I did not love it, but I've been wanting to read it for a long time. I had been too, uh, but yeah, I was just, uh, incredibly disappointed with it. So, yeah. uh, you know, yeah, uh, I guess with all reviews, you know, your mileage may vary, but, uh, I, I could not recommend this really. Yeah. I can, however, recommend Amazing X. <laughs> and Sea Guy. And Scout. And Sea Guy. And, and that book that may or may not be by. Right, same Alright. Alright. Cool. Okay, Let's do that. Alrighty. Yeah! <laughs> Hi, welcome back to Cutter Trash. Hello. How the hell are you? <laughs> punchy still? little punchy? little punchy still. You're still awake though, that's impressive. I am indeed. I, uh, I have, uh, <clears throat> you're up at like 3.30, right? I was up at 3.30 this morning. I don't know if you said that earlier. Uh, I can't remember if I did either. Uh, but, uh, that's that's a little earlier than I usually get up. Um and uh, it is 9:30 now so you know it's been a while uh 18 hours yeah i, I can't do math in this condition <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> but uh you know i've uh Forced, uh, myself to stay up, uh, for, for many 24-hour stretches at a time. I used to work some, uh, over shift, overnight uh, shifts. I used to work some third shift. That, that would, uh, fuck with my schedule once in a while, especially when I was going to school at the same time. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Um, especially when it came to, like, you know, finals and whatever, you yeah. know. Um, but then sometimes, uh, I'll just do it because, uh, I'm stupid. Uh, like where I'll, uh, like, like on a Friday night, uh, I will, uh, just find myself, uh, going to bed at like six in the morning. Uh, no real reason. Yeah. No real reason. Just stay up and draw. And watch stay movies. stay up and draw, watch movies. I'll color something usually. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, yeah. Get your crayons and your coloring books Yeah, my crayons and my coloring books. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the show here before, but, uh, I would really love to find some of the old coloring books I used to have as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Like the ones you actually colored in or... Like
0: fresh, new ones, fresh Fresh, ones. fresh copies, yeah.
1: yeah. To, to show six-year-old me what a fucking <laughs> piece of shit artist he was. Would you scan them in and color them in Photoshop? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Put some filters on there. <laughs> yep. That would be awesome. Uh, and I am 100% serious about that. If you... Ever find any old vintage like Marvel and DC coloring yeah. books? Okay. I want them. Okay. I want them. Did you have Star Wars ones or anything? I did not. Okay, cuz I say was, I, was like, I found a Star Wars one at our house and like some of the pages were colored in and right. some of them were blank so it's like you could just have it one. Uh, yeah. I had uh I had a couple of Fantastic Four ones. Nice. Uh, I had some Batman ones uh from like you know 60s era Batman. Um I had a Marvel superheroes Christmas one. Ooh, which, uh, which I loved. That's uh, cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I would, I would, uh, any of those. Even, uh, there were during the mid to late 90s, there were some, uh, Bruce Timmish, like Justice League, uh, Batman yeah. ones that were out that I really enjoyed. Uh, you know, even though I was, uh, 20, 21 when those came out. So, you're still coloring now. Right? Yeah. Yeah. There's wrong with, there's no gap in the color, yep. you know, the color, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Age? Yeah, yeah, you're, uh, age-appropriate in this yeah yeah, 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 Um. Um. But, uh, what were you talking about before, all that? Eating, eating crayons? No, just me being awake. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so, I'm, uh, I've, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. you seem fine. <laughs> Uh, so uh, as of us recording this, uh, our Christmas bonus ode came out. Yeah. Uh, um, I hope uh people can get through it by uh, without uh, hearing you throughout it. Is it just am I gone? Like Jason Newstead's just really low. Okay. Yeah. So a little bit above Jason Newstead. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you're, you're just super quiet. And, wow. Uh, it's partly my fault, partly your fault. Yeah. Uh. Um, mostly mine, probably. Yeah, but I, I hope people enjoyed that, uh, but, uh, you know, as of us recording this, uh, it's, it's still not even Christmas Eve yet. No. Tomorrow's Christmas Eve. Tomorrow's Christmas Eve. Just, uh, just a scant two and a half hours away, actually. Yeah. Uh, we talked a little bit about, uh, Christmas plans and whatnot, but, uh. You know, uh, you know, you, uh, you excited? You, you looking forward to it? Um, no. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, not really. Okay. I mean, I am excited to see my brother. Yeah. I don't see him very often and I should see him on Christmas. So that's cool. Um, but as some of you may know, I do not have a job. So I did not buy people Christmas presents this year. Yeah. Um, and I did not make people Christmas presents because I was busy making other stuff. Right. Yeah. And so I felt kind of like, not very Christmassy this year. Very. That's uh, too bad. That's yeah, alright. Mm. Uh, so, so the, uh, the King Diamond song didn't, uh. That was pretty great. Boost your Christmas spirit. <laughs> that was pretty great. I actually <clears throat> told, told Andy Metal Brian about that and he goes, oh yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> it's like, if you have Metal as your metal name, I, I guess it shouldn't surprise me. That right, yeah. I've heard that. But, uh. Yeah. Yeah. It's alright. It's yeah. Christmas. Yeah. I, um, yeah. are you excited? Eh, not really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited that I don't have to work for the next two days. Yeah. You know, um, I tried to make a joke on, on the, the Facebooks today and then I guess it backfired on me <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> what happened? uh, just, uh, you know, I got home and I was excited that, uh, you know, mm-hmm. Hey, I don't have to work now, you know, for two and a half days and, uh, and, but I also realized that, uh, if I left it, uh, the alarm on my phone would go off at 5.15 tomorrow morning right. and Wednesday morning. Excuse me. And I don't want that because I'm asleep to sleep as much as I can both mornings. And so I, I turned my alarm off and then I, I wrote, uh, what I thought was a cute little funny thing on, on the Facebooks. About how uh, I turned the alarm off of my phone. You know what that means. It means I'm going to accidentally sleep in on Thursday and get fired. <laughs> yeah, you probably will. Yeah. And, but- uh, and yet, uh, yet somehow it uh, backfired on me. Uh, and and uh, I got uh, I got a Kurt Dins saying, you wish, which I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, and then I got a James Zabel saying, Christmas, bitch. And I don't know what that means. Maybe they're just sharing your enthusiasm <laughs> for uh, days off. I don't. I didn't read it as that. Probably not. And then, of course, James Abel's uh, followed up with him telling uh, telling me that uh, he doesn't listen to the show anymore. What? Uh, so you know, fuck that guy. <laughs> Why does not he listen? I just. Uh, He's our target audience. He's our target audience. Yeah. Oh. Jesus Christ. Our target target hard our, ta- <laughs> Our target audience is leaving us. Yep. <sighs> well, he's he's probably busy. With the Godzilla movie coming out, there's probably a lot of IDW comics for him to color. I don't believe he's a colorist anymore. Oh really? Yeah. I believe he uh, he's he has quit doing what? that. Yeah. What's he do now? Uh I don't believe he does anything now. Hey, hey, hey. alright, James. <laughs> he is uh I believe taking some time off to work on his music. Maybe he got inspired by listening to the show, and he heard my tale, and now he's so inspired that he can't listen to the show anymore. He's too busy making his music. Right? Yeah, good for him. His '80s synth pop music. Really? Yeah, I'd love to hear it. I'm sure he would love to tell you all about it. I'm. I don't know how to contact him, but if you're listening, James, email Jason. I would love to hear it. Email. Jason, yeah, uh, don't email me, cause I you don't mean, give a shit about retro synth eighties pop. Yeah, I, I do, uh, cause uh, there's a reason that I started getting into punk and metal. <laughs> <All> right, <clears throat> because fuck the eighties. Oh, I hate hey. the eighties. No, that's <clears throat> great. That's that's all right. I grew up in the eighties. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, anything else happening? Christmas? Just Christmas? Is that it? anything crazy this week? No. <laughs> He's thinking. I am thinking. My office uh, in-office Christmas party thing today. Oh, yeah, and I, I uh, ate a thing that uh, <clears throat> that I'm uh, pretty sure I never actively wanted to, to ever eat. Uh, but but it was there, and so I tried it. It was candied bacon. Oh, yeah. I think the other day we actually had a discussion about keeping bacon out of the sweets yeah i gotta tell you it wasn't bad yeah it was kind of tasty right so Uh, you think about trying one of those maple donuts no maple bacon. no no uh i would never eat it again okay but it didn't it wasn't gross didn't make me vomit didn't make me swear off either candy or bacon forever right (laughs) you know just uh i would uh, prefer to not have them mixed ever again but uh, I, I did try it, and it was okay, just out of curiosity, you tried it yeah it was it was there my mm-hmm. my coworker made it this morning, and uh, i mean, yeah, yeah i guess I guess, if it was there in front of me, and I was not a vegetarian, right. I would have to at least sure, you know, yeah, for curiosity's sake, yeah, and uh, like I said, it was not bad, mm. it was not bad, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, so uh, that's all I did today. It was uh, we went to work, and then eventually we had a Christmas party, which just involved a lot of food, which uh, I ate some, and uh, didn't enjoy a single bit of it. Uh, Cause I uh, about a week and a half ago, I uh, I burned the shit out of my tongue. Oh yeah, I remember that. And, uh. I shouldn't have microwaved my underwear for so long. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, it's alright. Uh. You said lukewarm and I just wasn't paying attention. Yeah. And, uh, and it scalded me. Right. It scalded my tongue. And I am relatively sure that it, uh, burned off all of my taste buds. I ruined Christmas. You ruined Christmas. Um. And so, last week, uh, everything that I ate and drank, uh, was just pain was just absolute pain uh this week there is no pain but now i can't taste <laughs> it oh that sucks uh like maybe that's why the bacon thing wasn't as amazing it could be it could very well be mm. uh but uh maybe that's why it was perfectly fine maybe it was actually just Ooh, overpowered. you'll never know and uh like like i was only getting like the the mere hint of it yeah <laughs> wow You'll never know that. Uh, You'll okay. go to your grave wondering about that. Yeah. Uh, but water still tastes like, uh, well, sour milk. Um. Yeah. Well, then that's back to normal. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, uh, everything else is just, uh, just, it's nothing. Like, I, uh, I am only eating to survive. <laughs> wow. And, uh, I suppose that's a good thing. Yeah, right. Because I'm not tasting things, so I'm not really enjoying it. So, you're not, like, just so I'm like, not overeating. you know, like, I'll have a little more of that. Right, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, <laughs> huh. Maybe that's, maybe that's your million dollar idea. Like, you're like, I've got a diet plan for all you people who can't lose weight. And you just, like, brand their tongues. Right, yeah. Just a, uh, it's a, uh, it's just a curling iron. Yeah, with yep. a, a big E on the end of it. Uh huh, yeah. So, like, for product placement. Right, type yeah, yeah, And, uh, basically, it's, yeah, just, uh, just, uh, you know, just flate that curling iron yeah. and uh, it will solve all of <laughs> your eating problems. That sounds great. Yeah. We wouldn't want that. How much do you charge? Uh, $500 per session. Oh, uh, yes. Right. Yeah. Minimum of 16 sessions. Yes. <laughs> Email me uh, yes, at guttertrash.com <laughs> to sign up. The line will fill up quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you only have you only have a few curling irons. right so yeah, you can' yeah. it's not limitless yeah and I will soon be losing access to my curly so... right oh <laughs> <Aww. laughs> uh that's pretty much all I got going on is uh, my lack of taste buds wow. Well. I've got not much more than that, probably less than that. There. I've done nothing other than uh I did a little drawing. I went to a Christmas party with Kathleen on the oh. Sunday. Uh, it was her family's Christmas party. Oh, okay. and they invited me. And uh how much did you not eat there? Um actually um are they now getting used to the idea that there's a vegetarian in their midst? I don't think so. I mean most of the stuff was meaty, but um a lady brought spanakopita. And so I had some of that. I don't know what that is. It's like spinach and like, it's a f- Greek kind of flaky, crusty thing with like. Oh, okay. Yeah. I love so, those things. Yeah, that was cool. Like, like has a, like a cheese and spinach mix. Yeah. Love those. Yeah. I never knew what it was called. Oh, spanakopita. Spanakopita. Yeah. Love them. Yeah. You're great. <laughs> They are, and you don't see them very often, at least in Dayton. Yeah. So that was cool. Uh, usually the only time I ever see them is at the, uh, World Fair or the Greek Festival. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I believe there's a, there's a Greek restaurant off of, uh, Airway, isn't there? Yeah, there's one in that little Airway shopping center, yep. yeah. Like next to where the video store used to be. I don't think it's there anymore. There's no video stores there <laughs> yeah, yeah. anymore. I know. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was cool. Um, yeah. yeah it was alright. That's basically all I've done this <laughs> week. So I got nothing too exciting to report. Eh. I've uh, watched a, a terrible movie last night. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's a thing. Yeah, about what about. what'd you watch? It was called uh, Barbarian Sound Studio. Hmm. <coughs> oh, is at the, that's not the uh, uh, David Grohl thing, is it? No, 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 no. no, no. Uh, this is a uh, a fictional movie okay uh not a documentary uh it is about an uh uh an english uh, audio uh, editor uh who gets hired to work on an Italian horror film uh it takes place in the uh late sixties early seventies mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh so it's it's like you know the uh the type of film that he is working on is sort of like in the, you know, Dario Argento uh, uh, type of, you know, you know, just like over-the-top gross, you know, <clears throat> Italian horror movie. Right. <clears throat> uh, but that we never see. <laughs> uh, Let's do Because all we get to see is uh, this guy working on, you know, the audio mixes <laughs> and recording ADR and Foley artists. You know, just uh, doing all the sound effects and music and whatever for the movie. That we never see. Uh, We do see the opening credit titles for the movie that they're working on. Uh They look pretty awesome. I'd probably want to watch that movie. Right. Uh, But uh, this is, is, I should also mention, a horror movie. The Burbian Sound Studio. Oh, okay. Um, Where the biggest scare in the entire movie is that... Our lead character, uh, this Englishman, uh, can't get reimbursed for his flight to Italy. Ah, this is scary. Those are expensive. (laughs) That might be like $800. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This movie is about fucking nothing. Yeah? It's... uh, Nothing happens in the fucking movie. Whatsoever. Like... (laughs) It's about this guy. He normally has worked on children's programs and documentaries and he's not really into horror. So, it's weird that he is uh, doing this and he right. does not like the movie that uh, they are working on. Uh, it just kind of disgusts him and it uh, confuses him. And It's not funny at all. <clears throat> it's uh, not funny at all. Um. And then he's dealing with all these Italian, you know, filmmakers and producers and actors and actresses, and uh, they're all just being very Italian around him, and he is being very English. (laughs) Well, that uh, sounds funny. (laughs) But all in the worst ways. Okay. Um, And then uh, something happens where suddenly he uh can speak perfectly fluent uh, italian really? and then the movie was over huh that's not good no <laughs> uh the only only interesting part was uh regarding his uh lack of uh reimbursement uh was that uh, by the time he finally sort of uh, sacks up a little bit and, and tries to to demand his money back uh, they tell him that uh, his flight to Italy never existed. And I was like, well, that's intriguing. And then it is never mentioned again. Huh. Nor does he ever try to get his money again. So maybe he never went there. Maybe he's maybe he's never been English, and he was always in Italy. You know, I watched a lot of, or I read a lot of, uh, you know, uh, bullshit, uh, you know, uh, uh, trying to defend this movie on, right. online, and uh, it was all like, well, "It's all about him going insane." I was like, "No, it's not about anything. Yeah. It's not about any <laughs> fucking thing." <laughs> this movie is a piece of shit. What? I hope it gets syphilis. I, I did forget. I saw something cool. Ooh. Ancient Aliens was good this week <laughs> on Friday. Um, they, they, you know, they presuppose that uh, uh, the wise men. Who delivered the gifts to Jesus? Yes. Could have been aliens. Eh. And. But, wait, hold on. Before you go any further. Right. Are they then also supposing that Jesus wasn't an alien? <laughs> they, you know, surprisingly, they didn't go there. They didn't go there. Uh-huh. Which I thought they were gonna. I find this suspect. I know, right? Cause, okay. I can buy that maybe the wise men were aliens. Right but if you're not even including the possibility that Jesus was an alien in this entire scenario, <laughs> right? fuck you, ancient aliens. It's bullshit, right? Yes. Well, they did. They did. I call shenanigans. Well, they did go on to say they think there was one other alien. Oh? So, next week's episode is about Satan. And they said they think Satan is an alien. <laughs> Again, I'm calling bullshit. Maybe at the end of the Satan episode, they're going to be like, and you know what else? Maybe they just didn't want to do it at Christmas time to uh, not, right. not get any yeah, sort know, of people, right? right. Maybe they I mean, still feel like them, you know, saying the wise men were aliens was was kind of uh, it's foreshadowing. You know, it's it's foreshadowing, but it's also you know it's it's, it's skirting dangerously close to the offensive <laughs> line, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, well, nobody really knows, like nobody knows their names or where they right, came from. Yeah. They're just kind of. like... Just some dudes. Right. So. They just had gold, myrrh, and frankincense. Yeah. Wow, how did you know that? Uh, I read some stuff. Wow. Because yeah. whenever they said frankincense, I was like, oh, I'll get me some frankincense. I've never heard of frankincense. So, uh, you know, uh. Let's say you're one of the three wise aliens. Right. And, uh, your two buddies, they've got myrrh and frankincense. <laughs> I'm like, shit, I never made it to the store. All I've got a sack of gold. Don't you kind of feel fucked in that situation? <laughs> you mean, like, you can't outdo them? Well, no. Like, you know, they're just giving away cheap shit that they found oh. off the side of the road. Well, maybe he only gave giving like, away gold. Maybe he just gave, like, one little coin or something. Maybe it's still, it's gold. Yeah, it's true. Even one little coin, that's worth a- ten myrs and frankincenses. What the hell myrrh? <laughs> what the hell is that? I think it's a creature type in Magic (laughs) the Gathering. I believe it is. They're artifact creatures that produce mana. They first appeared in the Mirrodin block, and they had a resurgence when Scars Mirrodin came back around. Lucky that. (laughs) I hate myself sometimes. I have missed that. (laughs) Oh, I have missed (laughs) magic things. Magic talk i when I came in i I was called in today <laughs> to Mavericks um even though i don't work there anymore because I haven't for the last five months <laughs> haven't for the last five months because about ten years ago, the government decided they don't want the s- state taxes paid in person anymore you don't they don't want to, you to hand the envelope to the to the people at the city center building on Fourth street anymore right. They want you to do it online so for the last ten years. Me and or Jeremy uh, works at Mavericks. Um, M- still, he's still there. We're the ones that pay it. And, uh, Jeremy's actually out of town for the holidays. Jack, uh, didn't know how to pay it. Right. So he called me. He's like, ah, it's due Monday and, uh, you and Jeremy, are the only two people that know how to do it. And he's in Georgia. He's like, would you please come by? So I had to go by today and pay their state taxes for them. And, um, it's funny because, um, when, when we got on the computer, like it was on their email screen and their inbox had 999 unread messages. And, uh, and I was like, wow, that's a lot of unread messages. And, uh, and Keith goes, yeah, he's like, since you left, nobody deletes un- unread messages anymore. Like, cause you know, we'd get a lot of like just crap that nobody wants to look at. Right. And I was like, well, that's weird. Right. Ah, uh, so don't you feel good about the legacy you have left <laughs> <laughs> of nobody giving a shit? Nobody gives a shit, yeah. That's yeah. all right. Jeremy does, but yeah. he's uh, barely, barely. I I mean, he gives a shit when he's there, right. but he's like, why do I give a shit? And right, he talks right. himself out of it. Sort of like you towards the end. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a friend of mine apparently went there on Saturday. Oh. And uh the uh the the girl who works there that uh, stole my job that right. I wanted to right. uh, which is partially the reason why I don't shop there anymore. Uh he said she was there and she was just uh sitting at the computer twirling her hair. And just didn't acknowledge anyone. Just you know, just being a Mavericks employee. Well, they've indoctrinated her maybe. Yeah. Uh, I've I've only met her a couple times, but she seems she seems as good as anybody else there, really. Yeah. I mean, Jeremy knows more than anybody else there, but. I met her once or twice, uh, and, uh, uh, and despite that, it was only uh, last week when uh, she, uh, you know, again, I met her like three times prior. Right. And uh, she uh, had no idea who I was uh, prior to Wednesday when I was <laughs> there with uh, our friend Joe G. And uh, I was. Uh, not what uh, one would call in the best of moods uh, that day, and so she uh, tried to uh, introduce herself to me, and I just fucking blew her off because I was blowing everybody off that day because I just didn't want to deal with uh, anything, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, but then it just offended me. Like I've met that bitch like three times. <clears> oh. <throat> oh. And Mavericks is going to just tell him a handbasket. I asked them if, uh, you know, for my trouble today, if they would give me <laughs> a, a, a copy of the Magic in Holiday uh, gift box that just came out. And they said no. Uh, did you get anything for your no, troubles? No. no nothing? None, not even just a, a random comic off of the rack? No. No. Nope. It's fucked up. No. Nope. Eh, it's fucked up. I, did, I didn't even walk back to where the comics were after I paid the thing. I was just like, I'm out there. So. Yeah. Mavericks. Christmas time at Mavericks. Yeah. They, were, they had some people in there. Yeah. So maybe they were doing some sales. That's good. I uh, thought about actually going in there to to buy a, uh, what one might call a trade paperback. Mm-hmm. To uh, give away as a Christmas present. Um because <clears throat> uh, I've got a uh, friend who uh, enjoys some books occasionally. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I think that she would really enjoy a comic that you and I have read for the show. Yeah. Called Rachel Rising. Oh, yeah. And um, yeah, I thought about maybe, but at the same time, I she may have already gotten like one of the trades anyway. So I don't want to get her. Uh, just, just in case. She already has it. Uh, cause she, she enjoys, uh, Terry Moore's work. Uh, she's read Strings in Paradise and Echo and, um, but, uh, right now I guess there's, uh, there's a bit of a thing where, uh, Terry Moore is, uh, uh, it looks like Rachel Rising, uh, is, is heading towards the, uh, the cancellation area. Ah, really? Uh, just not a lot of people buying it, apparently. Ah. And, uh, that, uh, that's, uh, kind of sad. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, there's a, there's a, there's a force out there that, that are trying to spread the word on, uh, Rachel Rising. So, it's not, it's being canceled just because... No, he, it's not being canceled. Okay. Yet. But, I mean, Yet. if it, if it was, it's because he's losing money because I mean, Yes, he is not making money Okay. Of I was say, because it's not like the publisher could tell him no, because he is he the is publisher. publisher. right, right yeah. 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 Uh, no, it is because he is, uh, yeah, losing money. Ah, that sucks. I don't know if he's losing money, but he's just definitely not making money. Right. And, uh, he said that, uh, the sales are at the point where he decided to end Strangers in Paradise when that ended. Um, and, uh, that, uh... They're actually lower than that. Uh, yeah. And he's not ready to wrap up He's so. not ready to wrap it up, uh, yeah. that sucks. And, uh, so, uh, if, uh, you listened to, to our review of Rachel Rising, I think you'll remember that, uh, we both enjoyed it. Yeah, it was really good. And that, uh, you know what? That guy, Terry Moore, is making art for a living, mm-hmm. which is the fucking dream. Yep. And why would you deny somebody their dream? Right. Yeah. So save Rachel Rising. Go out and buy it. You heard us talk about it. We said we liked it. Re- yeah. Just go fucking buy it. Request the new issue from your local comic shop. Put it on pre-order. Buy the past trades. Hey, go to Comixology. You can get them all there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, uh, just uh, keep that guy uh, working. Yeah, it's and, good. And, doing things. It's, and good it's good. Stuff. And it is good. Yeah. 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 So that's the thing that's happening that uh, I feel relatively passionate about. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Shia LaBeouf will make a short film based on it and it'll get some media attention. Yeah, that'll be awesome. That'd be good. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I know that there's a uh, Rachel Rising uh, television program in the works. Uh, oh, well, that TV. would do it. That would, that would probably help, but, uh, you know, the television shows, They uh, sometimes they're uh, slow-going right. and uh, getting made, and there's you know, still no guarantee that it'll even never happen. Uh, maybe they could give him an advance, and he could, you know, use that to... I'm sure they, they paid him handsomely, right. but, you know, I'm right. sure that can only go so far. Right. Especially when there's, you know, no money actually coming into it. Right, right. right. Yeah. I wish him luck. I certainly do wish him luck. I wish like any person, like a Terry Moore, who who is you know just doing their own thing, and that is like you know what they are known for. Right. Like you know, they're doing what we all want to do. So you know, don't shit on that. (laughs) (laughs) Unless unless you're so jealous and bitter, right? Yeah. Then then you can shit. Yeah. Or if for some reason it's a person that is so terrible and you can't understand how this is happening, that this person, this terrible, untalented, filth monger, is, you know, thriving on their trash, uh, then you you can not support that person. Right. But Terry Moore is not that. Not that guy. No, 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 he is not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, shit. That makes me feel bad. Yeah. Because I've never bought any of his books. I've looked for him at the library. Right. Um, Well... You don't have a job. I don't have a job. So. I got no money. I'll give you a pass. Right. Once I get my job, I'll start buying his book. There you go. All right. I'll open a file at some store other than Mavericks. Discount <laughs> And I'll start buying it. <laughs> um. Yeah, so so that's the thing. Yeah. Mm. Huh. Yeah. I guess, uh, pick a movie, and, uh, we oh, can Oh, yeah, it is, mov- is movie-picking time. Yeah, it is. That's good, because I don't have one in mind, and it's your turn. It, yes. <laughs> Both of those things. <laughs> oh. Uh, so this movie that I am picking is, uh, not officially out yet. Ooh. we you going to the theater? Because no, I don't want to do that. We are not doing that. We will be here in the comfort of my house watching this. Okay. Uh, it was acquired via mean Oh, Santa Christmas Miracle. I have a multi-region DVD player and this is an import. Oh, cool. Uh, from England where the movie is out officially. Uh, it is just not out in America officially. Nice. Uh, it is called A Fantastic Fear of Everything. Uh, It is a horror comedy uh, starring Simon Pegg. Ooh, wow. It's a new movie. Relatively. It hasn't officially come out in the States. I've never heard of it. Uh, It came out like two years ago in England, though. Oh, okay. A year ago. But, uh, yeah, so I think it's uh, getting a limited theatrical release in February here in the States uh but uh yeah so that's great that. fantastic fear of everything the fantastic fear of everything or a fantastic fear of everything okay yeah. wow i'm down yeah yeah sounds good i like simon pig he's great he is really great yeah. uh, i want to support that guy wherever i can mm-hmm. by watching movies that he makes <laughs> that's all he wants you to do yeah he doesn't want you to yeah. Moes lawn or whatever. I've seen quite he's a, got a few Simon him. Peg movies. Yeah, he's got a guy. For Some him. that I probably shouldn't have seen. Really? Like, like Star Trek? Porn. Oh, yeah. The Simon Pegg porn tape. Um, Kind of gross. What, it what was it called? Round Pig in the Square Hole? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. I've uh, enjoyed most of the movies I've seen him in. Right. Big Nothing. Run, Fat Boy Run. Both Star Trek's. The Carneto trilogy. Paul. Yeah. Um, Spaced. Spaced. (laughs) Land of the Dead. Oh, wow. Uh, You're down to his cameos. That's impressive. Um, I kind of wanted to see Mob City, but I missed it. What's that? That is a television program that was on recently at the beginning of the month uh, by Frick Darabont. Oh, yeah. Uh, He uh, apparently, uh, it was uh, like a six-episode TV show that uh, Simon Begg was in and doing an American accent, which is always off-putting. Weird, yeah. yeah. So Darabont, is he not doing Walking Dead anymore? Oh, he left The Walking Dead after the first season. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah and is now currently suing the producers of the walking dead oh yeah there's there. a lot of lawsuits around that uh that uh, intellectual property isn't there seems to be yeah yeah it's too bad yeah oh well i stopped giving a shit about the tv show so you know i actually i've never seen the third season and i thought if i just randomly happened upon it like at the library or something i would right. pick it up and last week I randomly happened upon it at the library. I didn't even pick up the disc. I, I just kind of looked at it for a second and I was like, nah. Yeah. Like, I enjoyed the third season. Mm-hmm. I just don't give a shit about it anymore. Yeah, I don't either. So, like, I haven't watched any of the current season and uh, I don't care. I still read the book, though. Yeah. When the trades come out. Right, right. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm over it. Yeah. Fantastic period of everything. Next week on am going to Try that. Well, it. That seems exciting. Yeah. All right then. Yeah, well, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Again. Will it be New Year's before we do this again? Um. No. Okay. Because it's like a week after Christmas. Yeah. Okay. So we, we, we got a show in between there. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Merry right, then. See you mm. before the New Year. Ha ha ha. Oh, okay. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from GutterTrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information, links to our Facebook and Twitter pages, and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.